Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. Everything sequel contains explicit language. And why the fudge not, you melon farmer? Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Breaking News Edition. We have a mini-sode for you. Tom. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Um, well, uh, can I read to you from some official documentation? Oh, by all means. What, wh- why, um, why, why should I tell you when I can use the words of Sylvester Stallone? Bam! Okay, this is from official Sly Stallone Twitter account. Official Sly Stallone. It says Sly, right? Yeah, and it has a tick. So. So we know. So he's been cleared. This is real. <laughs> For the 35th anniversary, Rocky... Oh, I should do it in the voice, shouldn't I? For <laughs> the 35th anniversary, Rocky Forrest get... Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. For the for, for the sake of clarity, that I'm was gonna do that. that was the Rocky straight from Big Mouth. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's just that's well, that's Sylvester Stallone post plastic surgery, right? That I was doing for the thirty fifth anniversary. Rocky Four is getting a new is is capitalized is getting a new director cut director's <laughs> cut by me is <laughs> by me the director. Yeah, just in case you forgot. So far, it looks great. Soulful. Two periods. That's what I remember mostly about Rocky Four. Soulful. Is how soulful it is? Yeah. Well, he put two periods after that, so obviously he thinks it's two twice as soulful as, uh, as, as you might think. Heard. Thank you, MGM, for this opportunity to entertain. I love it. The first reply to this, or a reply to this... From D. O'Neiller. Don't cut the robot! Oh, he's cutting that fucking robot. I'll tell you that much. Response from Cy Stallone. And remember, this is official. Has the tick. <laughs> D. Uh, at D. O'Neiller. I don't like the robot anymore. Anymore! <laughs> okay. Another. Another. Uh, um, conversation on Twitter that Sylvester Stallone had uh, takes. So this is you know we're already getting the sense that Seiko's in trouble in this director's cut. Uh huh. D Dodson sixty nine wrote to uh, tweeted to Sylvester Stallone. I'm sorry, I'm gonna hold you right there. Did I hear that right? G Dodson. We're reading, we're reading something from someone who has the number sixty nine at the end of their name. Yeah. This should be good, everyone. Go ahead. Wow, cool. Does it expand on the relationship between Paulie and his robot? Hang on, stop right there. We can probably stop at wow, cool, can't we? And it ends with a, a, a an emoji that is both winking <laughs> and salivating. <laughs> and official sliced alone. For some reason, the tick isn't here, but I'm assuming it's oh. still official. At G. Dodson 69. The robot is going to the junkyard forever. No more robot. 
So that is. Well, where do you stand on that? Well, that, well, that, but I mean, that that is unambiguous. Oh no! Yeah. This new director's cut of Rocky Four is gonna be without the uh, robot Seiko. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I think the movie should be exactly as it was, just without the robot. No other changes. <laughs> if I that's have... what happens, if that's what happens, you owe me a hundred dollars. But that w- wouldn't that mean that that the would, <laughs> but they would talk about the robot in seeing other scenes. No, oh, yeah. So what? What they would dub that out and say, "Hey, Paulie with his prostitute." No, I think they'll just leave it in. Every, so every time they say, hey, Paul, he's getting really close with his prostitute. <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing. I mean, I don't know about you. I, I have always thought that the robot Seiko is is the, the weakest point of Rocky IV. That it, it's the part of Rocky IV that makes it difficult to take seriously as a, as a movie. Um, or w- one of... Is this robot really in this movie enough for you to stop taking the movie seriously? Um, it's, I mean, well, this is a thing. This is a, so, yeah, my reaction was entirely negative. I I thought they should not be trying, they should not remove this from the movie. But I didn't know why I thought that. Because in abstract, it's a good decision. What, so what like before we go into like you know i i think i figured out why i don't like it but before that what did you think back then no no uh yeah both back then and now i mean back then i just thought it was a silly comedic comedic beat but it made me laugh i mean i think it's you know kind of weird when it comes out and that you know it kind of goes into disco lighting and it's you know happy birthday Polly <laughs> that kind of thing and Polly's creeped out uh, what is this thing it's like oh, come on it's great come on and but I think it's funny when the next time you see the robot it's like hey stud how's it going right it's like Polly who taught her to talk like that she loves me <laughs> you know I mean it uh, you know still makes me laugh. Okay. But I'm not going to miss it. But you're not going to miss it, so you're okay with them taking it out. Yeah, I recognize it for as stupid and ridiculous as it is, but never bothered me. Yeah. Well, it... the, that's the thing about Rocky IV in general is, I you know, Rocky IV, I loved Rocky IV. Yes. When I was, you know, when it first came out. And full disclosure, and Rocky full disclosure we is... will do the Rocky series, but th- yeah. we're talking about issues that stand on their own, I think. Yeah. And I mean, Rocky four is such a, it's a, such a movie of its time. You see, that's the problem I have. That's the big reason why I don't think they should take the robot out. Oh, OK. I began to realize because I, I, you know, and I, I was talking to people on Facebook who were like, great, my least favorite part of the movie's going. And I was like, yeah, it's my least favorite part of the movie, too, but I don't want them to take it out. And I was trying to, but I had no no way to back that up. And then I realized it's because I've been doing this fucking podcast. (laughs) And because I'm getting so used to seeing movies like in their own historical context. 
context, right? Because that's yeah. the way we talk about them. You know, every sure. every time we do a movie from the early nineties, there's a um, a scene in a talk radio there's... station. Right. Or or glaring racism from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So I'm just like, I just think that that's that's pulling. It's uprooting the movie from it from. So it's kind of the thing of of, yeah, the robot scene is a loose thread. But if I pull on it, trying to take it out, the whole thing might unravel. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. Um, And then I started, you know. Because we've we've talked a little bit about director's cuts of sequels before when we were doing Superman mm-hmm. and we we both agreed you know the the theatrical version of Superman 2 we were going to do above the Richard Donner cut right um and part and you know we gave our reasons then I don't want to repeat them but for me one of the big problems is when that happens somebody gets screwed yeah when stuff is taken out of movies for what might be perfectly good reasons People get screwed. But at the same time... Burt Young is going to get royally screwed by this. I think he'll be okay with it. This No, I I don't know how he's going to feel about it. <laughs> but um, what I mean but is... But maybe it's to put something else in with Polly. We don't know yet. Well, he, no, the main dynamic of this of his scenes is Polly and the robot. As as uh, J uh, G Dudson sixty nine <laughs> previously reported, right. So, but that that does that mean that that Burt Young's not going to have anything to do in this, which is you know. Well, see, that's the thing though. Second is... to last movie, no, his third to last movie in the Rocky canon. Yes, third to last. So you know, is it is it fair? Is it an ethical thing to do? And I mean, I don't think this ever crosses Sly Stallone's mind, but no, of course not. But 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 also, that's a question we can't answer until you see the new movie, right? You think they? I mean, you think they filmed a non-robot subplot for for Paulie with with like a prostitute with like a human prostitute? <laughs> well, a human-made no. stro- slash prostitute. No, if but... they if they couldn't, they filmed it in case they couldn't get the robot to work. Okay, so here's the only reason I say this is because Rocky Four contains one of the most, one of the best and most heartfelt moments between Burt Young and Sylvester Stallone, between Pauly and Rocky. Yeah, when they're walking out for his final match against Ivan Drago, that speech that Pauly gives about people look at me like I'm a bum and you gave me respect. And I mean, like I bet if I was watching that right now, I'd probably well up. It's, yeah. it's a really nice moment of acting. So if, if more was added to that in the terms of bickering, fighting, blah, 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 blah. Why don't you do something with your life? Something in that vein. I think that's a positive. Whether or not any of that, was originally shot and then taken out for the sake of robot, like ro- robot comic relief. I can't discount that that's possible. You think that but... there's a, a de-aged but young in there? Is that what is that what Sly Stallone's doing in his basement right now? He's he's refilming. Oh, I hope not. He's doing he's doing green screen. Oh, I hope not. De-aged 
Burt Young is Go, in his basement going... with ping pong balls on his face. Yeah, full Irishman. I think I think the solution is more, but not more poorly, more robot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like, all with G Dudson sixty nine on this. They bring they bring the robot to Russia to help train. No, I, in in other Rocky movies. Oh, I I'm see. starting to think that you know <laughs> this is the Jar Jar Binks dilemma. Well, that okay. robot would have been sold because Rocky Five is all about him becoming poor again. So and sorry. The fact that they didn't make, like when they when they're auctioning off their stuff that this wasn't like the most expensive thing they owned. <laughs> I would have killed to see that scene in Rocky Five. Oh, do, do, I've got I've got some great ideas about how we can incorporate him. But just just to, just to explain the Jar Jar Binks dilemma, you have something that is objectively awful that you plan to have throughout a right. number of movies. You get cold feet because people hate it, and you slowly cut it out of subsequent <laughs> movies. That's what happened with Jar Jar Binks, and you're like, "Sure, okay, is it?" And you, and you, when you watch the Star Wars prequels, I go between two um, two modes of thought. One being, I don't want any Jar Jar Binks in here. To if they're gonna have him in, he has to be in equal amounts in all three movies for it to work. Yeah. And I kind of signed to feel that way about the robot. I I, mean, I, I can I tell you that movie, I never had that feeling about Jar Jar Binks. I'm like, thank you for listening. Fuck that guy. Less is more. You never thought in as much detail about that. No, 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 no. Surprising. In fact, but any, but I, but, but I don't want to talk about that. Well, I don't want to jump into the Star Wars. No, no, so. no, no, no. But that's just that, that's that's where you know, just to give people an analogy. And the second part of that is that. In the Creed movies, I saw two golden opportunities to get that robot in. <laughs> One is in the first Creed movie where uh, uh, Creed is um, looking at Rocky's memorabilia room. Yeah. He's like, like a room in a room in his house is just full of all his memorabilia and it's stuff from the previous movies. Sure. Stick a robot in the middle. Just have the camera gently glance by. Don't have to stop for it. Keep the camera moving as it did. But there's a robot in there. So that's one. Creed 2. Big spoiler alert. He reunites with his son and his grandson, who he doesn't know, Rocky, (laughs) at the end of the movie. A little bit of ADR as they're going into the apartment. He reunites with his grandson, and his grandson says, Hey, granddad, let me show you my robot. To which Rocky could reply, Oh, yeah, your dad had a robot. <laughs> so that's my solution to the problem. Well, I, I, feel I, like... I, th- I think you're loosely using the word solution. <laughs> but I think, I mean, this is this is something we're going to face again and again, because... Sequels, especially as the series go, a film series go on, include a lot of crazy shit that people are going to want to cut out. Yeah. And well, see, the thing to me about Rocky Four is that you know, to what you spoke about, Sly speaking about <laughs> <laughs> this idea of uh, it's coming along nicely, it's really soulful. I mean, you know, 
this is a Cold War movie. Yes. So if if you change it from a Cold War movie to, uh, you know, whatever it's going to be, uh, what you know, a movie between him and his wife, I don't know. Do they do enough problems in their relationship present themselves to make that the focus of the story? Mm. It's in there. She shows up later to training. She doesn't go at first, that kind of thing. But yeah, but does that, if you change that, do you lose what was kind of special and magical about it in the first place? This idea of a Cold War, one man can change the minds of two countries <laughs> based, based on his unwillingness to fall down to the mat. <laughs> You know, which it's, is just hysterical and wonderful, I think. But I, I mean, you know, that's that's another, that's what I love about Rocky Four. We might be missing here is that is that while the robot is difficult to take seriously because it, it's science fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to my knowledge, it does no, not exist. To to my to my knowledge, there was no robot that advanced. Created in the 1980s. Correct. Okay. No, there was no... I mean, Asimov can do about half of that. And that was, like, the 2000s. Right. Um, but the cipher... You know, like, what you're speaking to is just... Maybe this is like a... This is like the perfect tone picture for the, for the movie. It's like, hey, this robot... This looks insane that we're that we've got this robot right here. Mm-hmm. But brace yourselves, because at the end of this movie, this man is gonna break down the Berlin Wall, right? Yeah, by by fighting a man in a boxing ring. Well, fighting a Goliath. Fighting in well, a who is ring. already a genetically altered human, right? Which so so actually, there's a lot of science fiction. In this movie, so maybe, maybe but it's the dressed robot... up as dramatically. It's dressed up as science versus, I don't know, will you know? Because because his whole training montage is about nature, so it's nature versus science. Essentially, is is Mike? This movie's gonna fall apart without Seiko. <laughs> You've just explained to me why this movie is why the robot is the perfect. It's like a it's like an amuse bouche. For what you're about to see, right? Yeah. But so, you Sly, know, I... are you listening? Hmm. I'm saying, Sly Stallone, are you listening? Tom wants you to keep that fucking robot, buddy. Well, he responded to these two jokers. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't. He's in his basement all day looking at at uh, outtakes of Dolph Lundgren. He must need. What's a that guy's name? What's the guy's name? 69's name? G. Dodson 69. I just imagine, like, I need a name. G. Dodson 69. Ha! Hilarious. So he's a the, citizen journalist. The invention of the of of the name. So yeah, this so you know, it's like I I wanted this to start to, to you know, start a, a kind of dialogue which I think will be ongoing in the in the future podcast we do about you know is it is it ever is it ever right to go back to a sequel and 
you fuck know, with it. Pl- yeah, fuck, but fuck with it particularly in a way that is like trying to take out. I mean, I you know in 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 previous. Oh well, I, d- I don't know where this is gonna go, so I don't know if it's future or past episodes. <laughs> uh, but um, but uh, Highlander two, the quickening. You know, there are cuts of them that movie that exist where they're not aliens. And there are cuts of the movie that where they are aliens. Wow. That seems to me a pretty essential difference. But, I mean, very clearly, what one oh, choice is right and one isn't. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. There, there are. <laughs> it's a clear difference. <laughs> but, you know, but is it is it ever right to do that? And, you know, um, what do we do? We lose more than we gain. And I'm just, you know, I'm. Listen, I I'm not Sylvester Stallone. He knows what he's doing. Oh, big fan. Yeah, we're both big fans, which yeah. is why I took this news very personally. <laughs> um, but so that, so yeah, we're this is this is uh this is where we are. But this whole idea of like, I mean, there was an extended cut of A Good Day to Die Hard. I'm never watching that. Ooh, no, not necessary. I, mean, I already already paid like three ninety nine for it. Well, and I feel the same way about uh, That's a director's dollars ninety nine. Yeah, I, I, I paid three dollars and ninety nine cents to watch that for our podcast, and I thought too much money. Yeah, but, and equally with the Richard Donner cut of the Superman Superman two. I mean, I have seen that, but yeah, I, I would never. As of yet, is it out yet? This this Snyder Dawn of Justice, or I think it might be on H- HBO Max. Max. Okay. Um, Cause and uh, I find you know, myself depending completely on when, uninterested. When this podcast is uh, is ad. Uh, congratulations, President Biden, or fuck you, President Trump. <laughs> well said. Um, <laughs> not to get political. I don't think we'll lose any listeners. But uh, but this movie is very political. Oh yeah yeah. The, the movie well, we're, we're jumping about. around a lot. We're, t- I'm sure Tom's referring to Rocky Four. Yes, yes, indeed. No, I'm talking <laughs> about Highlander Two: The Quickening. Yeah, <laughs> very political. It's the, it's the beginnings of Scottish nationalism. <laughs> but isn't that remarkable? That I mean, we start off talking about Rocky Four, and there's something essential within sequel dumb. Yes, that it speaks to. Superman. It speaks to Highlander. It speaks. You know what I mean. We're talking about Dawn of Justice. Yeah. I, yeah. It just. You know. There's something within the verse of sequels. Yeah, and and I think it's like they're all interconnected to themselves. Yeah. That when 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 sequels don't do too well critically, or when they've made like a really left field choice, you know, we suddenly shift to this idea that you know you can create a cut that will somehow deal with that problem. But all it's doing is, like, cutting out the cancer. It's not, mm-hmm. like, doing anything for the rest of the body of the film. I mean, I, I've... Before, you know, I, I... I salivated the thought of what Superman 4 could have been if that last hour was in... in the, I know you're sick of hearing this. Well, you're you're on your own there, my friend. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I also, you know, I, I see it from your side, which is why would, you know, why would two different kinds of garbage make one, <laughs> one good thing? <laughs> right. Yeah. One not garbage thing. And, you know, it's... it's and and it, is, it comes down to, I mean, 
Also, you know, why is Sly Stallone taking the robot out? Is it just because he's embarrassed because it looks dated now? He himself said, I don't like it anymore, which I think is telling because it means in 1985, I loved it. I was all in. I was all the fuck in for it then. Now I have grown with age. Is he just disappointed (laughs) that robotics didn't keep up with his vision? His vision, right? In a timely enough fashion. He was like, in 2020, this is going to look visionary. It might be vanity. It might just be vanity. Oh my gosh, my prediction didn't come true. I look the fool. Fuck that shit. Getting rid of it. And also, can he cut the racism out of Last Blood while he's at it? (laughs) That would just be like a movie. That would just be blowing up a ranch. And the movie would be about 10 minutes long. I was going to say, it it would be explosions, <laughs> done. There's also an extent, there's also a director's cut of that. But Tom, we'll get there. We will. You have to wait. I know, you have to wait. But this this is a this is a separate issue, which is, a, you know, Seiko, what happens to Seiko is going to affect us all. Heard. All right. That's it for... Rocky Ford news. And, and Do you like Cisco? Do you want Cisco to stay or go? Let us know. Find out on, or rather, tell us on Facebook. Let us know on Instagram or Twitter. Find us, send us an email at everythingsequel at gmail. And if you're tweeting, uh, hashtag Seiko yo or hashtag Seiko no. Heard. Well done. For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, I'm Mike Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Thanks for listening to the mini-sode. We'll talk to you soon. Happy birthday, Polly. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> so long, everyone. I like to think I know something about beer. But nowadays, even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beer. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.